0: All right, all right, and hey, 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 you're listening to Slow Robot A Go Go, big show number 126. Wow. My name's Mao. with me, as always, the man with the plan, the master of disaster, Dr. Morbius from parts unknown. Care In- of
1: Morbius Enterprise.
0: <laughs> C-O slash, no, C-slash-O, yeah. Morbius Enterprise. C-O Morbius Enterprise. Nice. Uh, what are we? Who are we? Why are we? We review and entertain facts and factoids about B through Z grade movies, early and often, and uh, we watch them and we like them and sometimes we hate them. Usually, I hate them and he, and Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown like, loves them, but whatever. We'll we'll move on with that. Uh, <laughs> if you if you like the show, go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. Those dots are obviously the periods, and uh, you know check us out. You can click on the show notes. There's hot links to our Facebook page, and there's also a, seg- a new segment that's going to be included in all of my podcasts that takes you to our Creature Feature page. We are launching a very exciting new video project where- in which uh, myself, Clown, and uh, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown are the last known survivors of the apocalypse, and we get all into all kinds of hijinks, most of which involve... Awesome Creature Feature Movies. Yowza. It's launching soon. Get on board early. Search it out. It's called Creature Feature with Doc and Clown on Facebook. While you're trolling around the internet, assumably you're at work, assuming you're at work, I'm I'm making that leap of... Uh,
1: and you know, if you're at work, pay attention to your job. As well as listen to the show. Yes, that thing. Yeah.
0: Go to bunchofdorks.com. There you will find three choices to make in life. Top one, Slow Robot, middle one's Two Dimension Podcast, bottom one is Bunch of Dorks that one is a lot of talking and some music middle one is all about the funny books with no direction
1: two two dimensions with no direction two dimensions with
0: no direction so <laughs>
1: comic books
0: I guess with two dimensions you're either going to go left or right yeah, up yeah. Or down. sometimes we
1: have three or four
0: dimensions but ah. usually
1: it's just two dimensions usually it's me two. and King Don
0: nice and then the top one is the aforementioned slow robot in which it's movies one stop shopping movies funny books and music what yeah. more could you ask for? You could ask for more, but that would mean you're a jerk. And movies. And movies. With yeah, that's the, the top feature. one. Oh, yeah. The creature Feature now.
1: With movies.
0: Wow. Those moving pictures are really taking the world by storm. Yeah, they are. If you sit there and you go, boy, I wish I had more Mao in my in my life, well, good news. Go to Radio St. Pete. Every Sunday night, 10 p.m., I do a little show called The Indie Circuit, where I play a lot more music and yammer on into your ear holes a lot less. That's the end of my shtick, long one. Wow, sorry. Yeah,
1: that was uh, a speak softly and carry a big shtick. I guess. <laughs> nice. Hey,
0: what have you got going on, Doctor Morbius? Yeah,
1: I got the the Destination Nightmare shtick with all the comic book thingies, More comic book thingies. If you don't have, if you don't get enough two dimension, just go to Destination Nightmare and you'll get more comic booky stuff and podcasty stuff and art stuff and just just an extension of my yeah. madness. So
0: listen to all those things, or have a friend listen for you.
1: Yeah, and interpret, in sign language.
0: <laughs> interpretive dance.
1: Yes, interpretive dance. That'd be nice. Or that swimming that they do, the interpretive swimming oh, that they do. Oh, yeah,
0: remember that from the 40s? Ugh. Yeah, yeah,
1: and from... Uh, I, yeah.
0: I, I watched a little bit of that, and I'm like, this is getting on my nerves. It's coming back, it's coming back. God help us all. I predict. So if you do have a friend doing interpretive dance... Send us a video link of that. Yeah. And it'll it'll probably make it to the creature feature.
1: Especially if your friend is a female and good looking. that Add it to us. No
0: that, sure. Whatever. It's a
1: prerequisite.
0: Alright, enough of this yammering. What have you watched this week, Doctor Morbius?
1: I have watched a movie. A
0: movie? Singular? A movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I I think I've watched, I, like, I think on. I may have watched something
1: else, but I can't remember right now. But I do remember this movie and it's it's this movie could have been one of our movies, actually, which is why. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Whenever I watch a movie, which is usually my kind of movie, I'm thinking, man, I want, I would. I watched it, but I kind of don't want to just waste it on this segment. I want to actually <laughs> use it for the show. But I guess I'm not really wasting no it way. on this segment because you, dear listener, will now hear about this movie and seek it out, and that will give you. It will give you some insight into the world of oh, yeah. B movie madness, or. Something along those lines. Yeah. But at any rate, I watched a movie called The Campus Corpse. Now, this movie's title is very misleading. It <laughs> pretends to be a horror movie, but it really isn't a horror movie. It's uh, kind of a college fraternity top movie, but not an animal house. They wished it was? Or no? No, no. Okay. It's basically about a guy, uh, some guy who looks like William Cat from The Greatest American Hero, you know, with the frizzy <laughs> hair or whatever. And the and the and and his buddy is like the goofy guy from American Graffiti. Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but Toad, I think they called him in American Graffiti. Oh, okay. Charles Martin Smith, I think is his name yeah. or whatever. Well, he was young. They were both young, mid-70s. Anyway, they're both pledging at a fraternity in college, and they're trying to decide which house to go. And the one guy, the one big man on campus from the one frat house says to them, hey, look, I'll hook you up here. You know, I'll help you get your classes that you want. I got pull, this and that. So they decide to go with him. So in order to get into fraternity, of course, you have to get haze and initiation and all whatever. that wacky shenanigans, so which is
0: always very homoerotic. Do you ever know? that? Uh, it's,
1: especially in this movie, this, it's, yeah, it, it's
0: always like yeah, slightly it's, it's, gay. It's, not it's, using that as a bad word, no, just not saying pejorative. Like,
1: it's just, just like in the you're uh, like uh, in, okay. the, in, in the alternative lifestyles <laughs> way. But anyway, this <laughs> one, this is too because hey, rats! I'm looking at you, dude. What's what is this? Go ahead. It's funny you said. <laughs> it's funny you said that, but because what their what their initiation is they they take them out in the woods dressed only in jock straps of course
0: yeah of course
1: and they tell them look there's there's a, uh there's a lodge 9 miles down the road all you need to do is like we're going to drop you off here just walk run whatever in that direction it's going to get cold you're getting, you're naked basically and when you get there you're in so they sent the two guys off so as the two guys were running through the woods or whatever the one guy the goofy guy Charles Martin Smith Toad he falls off a ravine and he breaks his leg so as he's laying down there with his leg broken he's like I can't move man I can't move you gotta go and get me help and the other guy goes, Well, I gotta I gotta run, I gotta find this place And the other guy just happens to be like an athlete, a long distance runner, so you know, conveniently enough. Yeah. So he goes, Look. So he's clocking six minute miles, he yeah, makes it there uh, and, like uh, nothing. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But anyway, <laughs> the other guy's like naked sitting there and he's freezing. So he grabs some leaves, throws it on him, he goes, Just stay here. Let me go there as fast as I can and I'll get help. So he goes back and he comes back, he gets the guys, he tells them, the guys are like, What are you talking about? What kind of crap are you pulling? And anyway, they come back and when they come back, they can't find the other guy. He's gone. So they're sitting there, and then the one guy's freaking out. So anyway, uh, to make a long story short, they find the dude laying, and and he goes, he's dead. So now the whole thing turns into like a murder mystery, and the one guy's scared because he's like, oh my god, we we, we got to do something with this guy. We can't. We're gonna we're gonna lose our frat. So they pl- they plan this elaborate ruse where they pretend to be this guy. They do all this crap so they so they can wait at least another week or so. So it doesn't seem like it happened that day. It wasn't a pledge prank. It
0: was just whatever. It
1: happened later. So as it goes along, some of the subplots are that the one guy, you know, the the blonde-haired guy's brother, used to be in that frat, and he disgraced the frat years ago. So the whole movie is about deception, and it's one deception after the other. It does have a trick ending to it, a couple of trick endings to it. And there is one scene that is kind of like a horror movie scene, but I'm not going to spoil it to you. But at any rate, if you like that kind of stuff, it's not great. What, it's not what bad. What year, 80s? 70s. 70s. 77, okay. I think. So it's called uh-huh. The Campus Corpse. It's on YouTube, I'm pretty sure. You can yeah. find it online. Uh, yeah, so it's it's not bad.
0: All right. Well, sit back, everyone. I have a list of 16 movies I watched this week. All so, right. uh, you know, this is going to be a long one. First one I got from a Netflix uh the DVD. I still get the DVDs mailed to me along with the streaming. It's called Loaded Weapon. It was Emilio Estevez and uh mm. what's his name? They were uh, they were parodying um what was that? What was the Mel Gibson Danny Glover? Lethal Weapon. Le- they were yeah, they were they were parody National Lampoon parody. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, that's yeah, what yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, And these yeah. were still kind of funny at this point. It, like are they yeah, really I right? was laughing a lot. Okay. I it was very stupid and very 80s and and Emilio Estevez, I have a soft spot in my heart for him.
1: Repo man. Yeah, from
0: Repo man. He's just kinda of funny to me and I don't mind him, you know. Um so whatever. And then I watched that Betty Page reveals well, you did. You all. Like yep. it? Yeah, very good. I didn't know a lot about her. I didn't know I didn't know, know
1: all of that either.
0: I didn't know very much. She was she wasn't even an icon when I was growing up. Like no. Her icon 80s. status was was like actually like 90s I think it was probably yeah. late 80s or whatever. late 80s early 90s but yeah. she wasn't what she is now. There was no. a lull in her where no one even knew or cared. You know.
1: Yeah. No. No. She's no. For many years. <laughs> I mean, she retired in the.
0: late oh, yeah, 50s. 50s. Yeah, 59, 58 years before
1: anybody. So it was. It was cool.
0: Just no, no, nothing different from what you said. You know, it was very nice. Uh, I've been on kind of a documentary kick lately, and that's going to be our middle section of the show where we talk about documentaries. But um, moving on. Then I watched this weird one called The Traveler, starring a very puffy Val Kilmer, mm. um, from like the late two thousands, maybe even maybe in the early twenty uh, tens. But um, it was an odd movie where where he's basically like he goes into this shit kicker cop station. Um, and he says, I've committed a murder. And at that point, he, they, 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 they kind of rough him up, but it re- slowly reveals itself that he's like, kind of like the spirit of a drifter that they killed. Hmm. The, the head detective, somebody, somebody grabbed and killed his daughter. So then they strung up and beat this drifter who said they thought it was him. And then the second that that guy, and that guy was in a coma. Then the second that guy died, this drifter walk or this guy Val Kilmer walks into the thing and starts slaughtering the cops one at a time but it, and that has a twist ending too which I didn't like the twist ending I wanted it more of a straight revenge flick okay. you know but yeah, whatever yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter it, it was it was decent it wasn't like a 10 or an 8 probably like a 6 or 7 you know it was it was worth watching you know <clears throat> then I watched uh, kind of like one of those documentary what if kind of documentaries where it's a, it was called a Surviving Progress and that it kind of breaks down, um, like, it does a lot of comparison stuff about, like, how we're getting, we're using so much technology so quickly and it's advancing so fast that a lot we're losing a lot of, like, survival skills,
1: hmm.
0: like, reality survival skills. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, how do you make fire? How do you kill things? How do you eat things, you know? So, and that's something I've always kind of, I, it was interesting to me because I've always believed that, that's why i mean i i do a lot of weird things that seem odd to people like make candles uh make my own bread i i build things and and i do make a conscious effort to always kind of keep my keep knowledge of the past how to grow things how to make beer how to make stuff you know like i just i used to make beer i used to make my own beer you know and (laughs) it was just it, it was important And I not not that I think that I'm ever going to be called upon that yeah, after.
1: But, yeah, it's,
0: it's it's just I keep my it's my way of keeping in touch. With
1: you're you're it. you're a, a put it to you're a take it apart or put it together kind of guy. You know, yeah. you like to you, from what I from what I know of you, from what I've known of you, you would like to figure how things work and put them together and I take see them apart and, like and you're, a you're certain way. That. Yeah, yeah. I I and I that so, makes sense. That yeah, makes so sense. whatever. That's but a good but it, thing. it
0: was a neat documentary. I didn't agree with all of it. Cause I don't really
1: fix survivalist. Yeah, it's
0: kind of a little bit of that weirdness, but whatever. It was a good documentary. Then I watched one called *Prisoners of the Sun*. Um, yeah, it was kind of a boring thing. It was a, it had that guy of bad Dates Indy. You know that big uh, the, the Indiana Jones. Oh yeah. It had yeah, that. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. his name, but he goes, "Oh, bad Dates Indy. Yeah.
1: John Rhys Davies. Yeah, or I think something. yes. Yeah. It had him and a
0: bunch of other people, and they found a city underneath a pyramid and traps and. Blah 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 it was um, it was alright and I saw a documentary called Callers I watched that right after that uh, that uh, auction last week because I was kind of like just thinking about it and it's set in it's actually set uh, right where I lived back home Uh, you know you're talking about Fogelsville and all these very obscure places and there's like Amish uh, callers like uh, auctioneers you know it was kind of interesting. It was neat seeing the old stuff, you know. And that, that also really revealed the stuff that's worthless up there would be gold bars down here because it's all that insanely old antiques mm-hmm. from farmlands, yeah. which is everywhere up there but nowhere down here, you know. Like if you could take a lot of the stuff that's worthless down here and tra- transport it and then take that stuff and transport it down here, you'd make a lot of money. But I don't know if you, I don't know if you can really do that. Then I watched Alien, then I watched Aliens, then I watched Grandma's Boy. I, I'm just skipping over those because I've talked about them so much. I yeah. watch them over and over. I, I I love the Alien trilogy. Or, not trilogy, franchise. I,
1: yeah, franchise. I,
0: I really love them. I watch them all the time, and they're just, they never lose their appeal to me. Like, they just, it's a scary, cool thing, you know? Okay, then and Grandma's Boy is just, to me, it's really hilarious. Then I watched a documentary called Suffrages. And it's about that American guy who made that the, like the biggest store in the world in London. It's just, it's just he went over this, this from a long time ago, and he just and he literally made this shop. It's it's the it's still the biggest shop in the world. It's like the size of two city blocks in London.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, it's and it, was, it I never heard of it, but then I then I connected it because that was that um suffragist city.
1: Well, that's uh.
0: David Bowie. Bowie, Bowie. Song, well, yeah. yeah, it's about that.
1: Oh, the suffragettes I, worked there. Yeah. Suffragettes were women, right? Yeah, they, was it? Weren't there women that couldn't vote? Were the was that what suffragettes were? Well, he
0: no, it's no because he because uh, this guy suffrage, suffrages supported them. Okay, I don't right, want to okay. I don't want to misquote. Maybe I'm totally wrong about the. About the uh, the David Bowie thing. so I yeah, I, yeah, like, anyway. I, I made that connection just because you know, I've never heard what, or knew what that word but, meant. But,
1: was was the story called Suffra- Suffrages City?
0: No, no, no. It's just Suffrages, suffrages but it's the size okay. of a city. Like I think okay. that's what it was about. But it was just um
1: Well, and a side note. Here, in, uh-huh. this,
0: in this here town, like a long time ago,
1: before we were even here, maybe like 30 thirty mm-hmm. forty 40 years ago, there was a place called Web City, which was the size of a, an entire block, and it was a huge... Department wow. store, like created by some guy in the 50s or whatever, and it had everything. And he basically took over a city block, and it was restaurants, barber shops, stores. That's
0: amazing. And you would that? go
1: there. It was like an amusement park. And wow. And of course, the whole theme of this website, which I can't think of the name right now, but you can find it online if you look around, is that. Basically, all folder its i think it's called—it's called Florida's lost amusement parks, and yeah, the, the, the theme of it is basically that when Disney World came on, you turned me out of that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I used City to, is the local. One oh, right that's now. really cool. Yeah.
0: All right, then I watched one called Sunset Strip, and that's a—that's a documentary. Yeah, where it has like. It jumps around. It has a yeah, lot of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I saw that. The, the three th- gangsters talking the gangsters about it. And yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that Johnny, a good one. You know, Joey
0: Donuts would beat up you and take your fingers and then it had like some hairband guy. in it Yeah, it's
1: funny. It went from Hollywood to hairband.
0: Yeah. And it,
1: punk and hairband. And, yeah. And it was an interesting documentary. I liked
0: yeah. it. It, it. That was one of those documentaries where I was like, wrap this up. It was about a half hour too long for me. Yeah, like,
1: yeah.
0: It kind of got. There was a lot
1: of stories to tell. <laughs> there that, was a lot. That, had cool, that had cool people in it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I liked there it. Was that,
1: yeah. that was the one that had that scene where, like, Peter Fonda got in the ride on Sunset Strip and he's yelling at Bob Denver.
0: Yeah. They had <laughs> pictures of it, and you're like,
1: oh, my God. This is real. This isn't, like, movie star crowd. This is real. These guys were, like. I didn't
0: realize what a badass he was.
1: He's, yeah, he's like a serious guy. He's yeah. Those guys are crazy. Peter
0: <laughs> Peter Fonda's a he's a, he's probably a pretty interesting guy to talk yeah, to. You know sure, what I mean? Yeah, like wow. been through a lot. Yeah. And I didn't realize how um, cool Johnny Depp was.
1: I still don't, but okay. If you no, say but so, I mean oh. no,
0: like that one part where he's talking. I, first, liked, I liked. I do like him. At first, he as, was kind as, of as like Deadwood. He was great. Yeah, I was gonna say at first he was like douchey. Yeah. Like he came across as being like kind of like oh yeah bro, but. The stories he was telling, and and I didn't know he was owner or started up that that yeah that club, viper room. the viper yeah, room. That I didn't guy know died yeah the
1: river phoenix died yeah. yeah
0: and it was just um but yeah. you, but you didn't you don't really realize where they came from because he's talking about like living in flop houses and.
1: You know, like, well, these guys didn't make it. They well, made
0: themselves, Johnny you know?
1: Depp originally was born somewhere in Virginia, but he lived a lot of his life in South Florida, near where I used to live, in Miramar. Wow. And he went to high school there, and he kind of worked his way up, but... That's um, what I mean,
0: like, these guys... Nothing was given to him, even though you think it was, no, you No, know? not,
1: not those guys, no.
0: Yeah. All right. And then, um... When I watched a documentary called I Think We're Alone Now, this was psychotic.
1: I think that sounds familiar.
0: This is about... Two insane people, who were madly in love with a—I didn't know who this person was—a a singer named Tiffany, who oh, apparently I've heard who, of
1: that movie. Yeah, the two guys that are a little—they're—they're uh, they're crazy.
0: Yeah, they yeah, are yeah, straight yeah, I've off. Heard of
1: it? Yeah. So you're
0: watching this, and at first I'm like, "Why would I want to watch this?" And the, it's one of those that you can't turn it off because it's that insane. Yeah. You know, and and I didn't know what a, what a Tiffany was. Um, you don't remember apparent, Tiffany? That no from, shit. And, and Debbie
1: Gibson and all that garbage. No, from back then. I did. All I
0: remember is that, like, oh, you know, they said she made a hit song. Yeah, you know, or yeah, whatever. and I was like, yeah. whatever. And but then you're watching it, and there's this just one guy who is crazy. Like he's, yeah. he's 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 actually like on is, disability is, is he dressing
1: because dressing to be like her and stuff. No, like no, that. but he's
0: like he's wearing. He wears a bicycle helmet with like wires coming out of it. And he says he's doing radio frequency studies, and he's off the charts. Yeah. And then there's this other guy who's a man and a woman. They didn't call it, they didn't call it hermaphrodite. They called it intergendered. He's got both. I don't know. I don't know Yikes. what this thing was. It was, but but he was emotionally impaired impaired too. And and you're just like, what are you talking about? Like, but whatever. And then. <laughs> I, I, I can't even describe it. Like It's just like it's just, you're watching Insanity, and you can't stop watching it because well, you're like... Well, getting back to the Sunset Strip
1: one, there's another documentary which is not on um, Netflix, I don't think, but it's called King of the Sunset Strip, and it's about this guy called Rodney Bigenheimer who was like the guy who was like the party guy mm. of Sunset Strip, and he knew everybody, he met anybody. He was responsible for bringing Bowie over here. He was a DJ. It's an interesting one also. Kind of sad a little bit, you know, because he was like the ultimate fan boy and he got to meet everybody but he's kind of kind of like his life is might be like not the greatest now but back in the old days oh, yeah. like I said he was the king of Sunset Strip so you might want to check that out that's one. cool
0: yeah I'll look for it yeah uh, and then the next one I watched was a PBS um, documentary and I think Netflix must have signed them yeah they did because man there is a lot and there's a lot of good ones well, Like
1: now, that reminds me that I did watch something else but go ahead because PBS
0: I'm not saying that they're that that, that everything they say is truthful one hundred percent, but these are very good documentaries. they're well yeah, made they're they're, good. they're they're not like your schlubby ones, you know they're yeah, indie yeah. ones. Yeah,
1: I did watch it the documentary so, so I
0: watched one called "Rise of the Drones." Now this is all about the military use of drones, which um is getting more and more prevalent in in that world and in our world. Right. Um, it was eye opening how many we have. It was eye-opening How what percentage of every carrier is now drones and where they're being flown from is not the carrier. Like, they're flown from these bunkers all over the country and you're like, wow. And they talked about it, they showed a little bit of it, very intriguing, kind of scary. The one part, towards the end, they were showing this guy revolutionized the, the, the viewing of how these things see and... It was something like, it was like a billion cameras or something like that. It's, it, it 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 looks at every, it has billions of pixels for a two block radius or something like that. And it can see like, it can read the the writing on your button on your shirt and shit like that. Like where you're like, uh-oh. This is like real stuff where they're like really can see every single thing. Well, it's, the like, time. it's
1: like somebody said, it's 1984 except we did it to ourselves. Oh, Yeah.
0: And these spy flight, these these planes that they have going over the spy ones that are two miles up, you can't even shoot them. They, they can go for thirty six hours straight; they just keep flying, yeah. and you are like just getting info. And well, you're like, wow. a, at some
1: point, they're going to make laws for the drones, and that's probably going to be coming up soon. But in the meantime, it's a it's, it's like the f- internet; it's a free for all. Yeah.
0: Well, there is laws now because because everyone in the world has them. Even my, that production company that I work for as a side job, they have one. They have one quick because that.
1: It films.
0: It films. Yeah, they they have that. So if somebody's flying it over a over a crowd, or if somebody's flying over the top of a thing, everyone can get these. You, we could get one of these.
1: But is it like a drone that's on a string and it goes? No, no, no. It just flies on its own. It has
0: the four propellers.
1: Wow.
0: Lifts up, hovers around, takes. But the
1: reality is, if you had like a freaking
0: gun, you can just blow this shit off the. (laughs) They actually this one town that that it's legal to hunt them. Sure. I mean, I, I know whatever. Okay, so whatever. It's a that's a very good documentary as well, only because they, they, that they, embraces the future of our well, world.
1: Well, did they, they, they did they talk about
0: what could happen if bad people get a hell of these? They drums? do have them. They do.
1: Bad folks have
0: them. Yeah, every country has them.
1: Well, I'm saying bad folks here in this country. yeah, uh,
0: we'll see. It'll come up. Don't worry. It, they didn't, because this one was made maybe like four or five years ago, so okay. they weren't even present for this this upswing that is now. Right. right you know, right. which right. is crazy. All right. Then I watched, um, oh, excuse me. Then I watched Predators. That was the reboot of Predator, the original one. I actually really liked the reboot. Um, it was just good. Who does it have that? Adrian Brody is the the hero, mm. and it has Danny Trejo in it. There's a lot good about it. It's a very fun, very, very um, action oriented movie. I, I, I really enjoyed that one. Uh oh, okay. Then I watched a documentary. I can't re- I don't know the exact name of it, but it's a, it was a Henry Ford documentary. Um very interesting, and that's this is what prompted me to make our middle section about documentaries. So, we'll I'll save my insights for the middle section about this one. It was just a it was a documentary about Henry Ford and his life. And then this morning I watched the new version of RoboCop. Um it was okay. Uh, I kind of, I kind of view the original RoboCop as like a nine point five or a ten. It's, mm. it's one that I kind of hold very near and dear. He, Paul Verhoeven did a lot of very interesting things with that movie, both like the look into the mirror, look, you know I mean, reflect, reflections of society and where we're going, as well as tongue and cheek stuff, as well as gore, as well as action. So that one to me was a very good movie. This one was good; I liked it quite a bit. But anytime you're taking on a Jaws remake or a Psycho remake, you really are kind of you know just don't. You you got an uphill battle, you know.
1: Hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, but
0: it was okay. I liked it. Yeah.
1: yeah, to me, to me, it's like the problem with remakes is that they never they're usually they're never as good. They're but, kind of soulless, but but the reality a lot of times is is the original was a good movie, but it wasn't like a movie maybe that needed to be remade. You know what I mean? Yeah, not They're just remaking Robocop. it for a name. Yeah, you know I mean I could you know I could see RoboCop because for all of its whatever it is kind of a B movie at heart. You know? Oh, yeah,
0: that's why I love it so much. Probably. So yeah,
1: I could see, but to remake something like Psycho, which is a B movie in a lot of ways, but it's also like a American artistic. Classic. It's a classic. That's like kind of pushing it, and to remake. Jaws. I mean, that's one of the movies that I've only seen bits and pieces of. So, but I mean, apparently, apparently, it's a great movie. But it is a B movie at heart. So I guess it's not that bad. But the, the reality is, is that like you can j- always remake a movie, and you don't have to call it Jaws. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know? call it whatever. But to have the name Jaws gives it. Uh, people are going to go see it. So that's why they do it. I know. So I, I, had, know. I had I had
0: a discussion know. with uh, Promi promy uh, one day because oh. I I I was loathing on uh, remakes, and and he said, well any time that it kind of makes a black and white movie color or re- yeah. reintroduces it to uh, to a younger crowd it's good and i was like well i guess so no
1: i wouldn't say that's good i would just say it's just a way of like reinventing it for new right. people it's it's always happened there's always there's a silent wizard of oz there's a color wizard of oz there's an african american wizard of oz and there's other they they do it for a different audience is what they're right. doing that doesn't make it good it just makes it financially feasible i guess
0: I don't know. Because so, sometimes we'll we'll say about a movie we watch saying that this one could use a remake. And that's that's where, obviously, it's a good story, but it, they didn't have the backing to do special effects, or there was no capable way of doing these special effects, and now they would make it a very...
1: It's very uh, rare yeah. that a
0: remake... Is it even or close a re- or
1: I wouldn't even say a remake, because sometimes a, mo- a movie in the 20s might be called Frankenstein, but the fun from the 30s... I don't even know if we would call it a remake of it. But most of the time, the remakes aren't as good as the original. I would say 99% no, no, no. of the times. So it's just an ex, it's a, it's a technological reason for it or no. a financial reason. It's not like an artistic reason. And they're usually not as good, but like, like Promi said, it's a new audience. They want yeah. 30 years down the line. But these days, it's not even. These days, it's called a reboot.
0: Oh, God, and it's and, like a month later. And they'll
1: do like a <laughs> Spider-Man series, and then five years later, they'll get the a new guy, and they'll retell re-tel his origin. For what audience is that? Just the audiences that are dying to see a superhero movie retelling the same story 10 years later. It doesn't make any sense. When they
0: said that about Short
1: attention spans, yeah. though, but... When they
0: yeah. said that about the Spider-Man, I was like, what? Like they're still fresh in my brain. Like I remember those first ones.
1: Yeah. And
0: and I'm with with Topher Grace, right? And and, and or well, no,
1: no, 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 the other guy.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, not Topher yeah, Grace. Toby. 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 Whatever his Toby, name. Toby. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. I remember them. And, 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 like I remember them, like very vividly. They're they they're that fresh in my mind, and I don't even watch those kind of movies much. And then they said, oh, they're doing a re- reboot, and I'm like. It, that just was rebooted. What are you uh, talking about? Like, one of the reasons... <laughs> it's crazy.
1: One of the reasons is a contractual problem. This is what I've heard. I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure, but it's a contractual problem. Some of these movies were licensed by Marvel to other studios. And so if the other studio doesn't do a Spider-Man movie in X amount of years... It reverts back to them. It reverts
0: back, so they'll just do one. I remember you talked about that about three shows back. You talked about that, and I was like, yeah. what?
1: So that's, I think, why the Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four and some they of They just other keep
0: ones. churning them out. Yeah. All right, let's take a trailer break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about documentaries a little bit. Hey, Peter, man. Check out Channel 9. Check out this chick. Damn it. Lawrence, can't you just pretend
1: like we can't hear each other through the wall?
0: Oh, sorry, man. Ann over there or something?
1: No, but if you want to talk to me, just come over. Hot popcorn just popped. All kinds of candy. the creamiest ice cream popcorn rich with hot
0: melted butter steaming hot coffee
1: your favorite cigarettes
0: Still plenty of time to come and be served at the refreshment center before showtime.
1: Hungry? How about a hearty Castleberry's pit cooked barbecue sandwich? Mmm, Castleberry's has the smoky, savory goodness you get only with the finest lean chunks of meat, slow cooked over a real barbecue pit to seal in the succulent juices, and braised with a zesty barbecue sauce. No wonder Castleberry's pit cooked barbecue sandwiches have such a luscious flavor. Great with soft drinks, french fries, and other fine snacks. Visit our snack bar now and ask for Castleberry's Pit Cook Barbecue Sandwiches. guide presented as a public service by this theater's management to help you select your motion picture entertainment well that's what it is and we urge you to learn these rating symbols and use them as a guide for you and your family g means suggested for general audiences all ages m suggested for mature audiences parental discretion advised r restricted persons under 16 not admitted unless accompanied by parent or adult guardian x persons under 16 will not be admitted This seal in advertising indicates that the film was approved under the motion picture code of self-regulation. Ice cream bars. It's the handy way to enjoy smooth, rich, creamy ice
0: cream. Get some. Anywhere or anyone, Harry took Diane there for a weekend of pleasure and ended up having the time of his life. The last time. Winner of the International Terror Film Festival starring Brenda Vaccaro. Come to the house by the lake. But don't come alone. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without parent.
1: Son, a woman is a lot like um, a refrigerator. They're about six feet tall, 300 pounds. They make ice and... Oh, wait a minute. Actually, a woman is more like a beer. They smell good. They look good. You'd step over your own mother just to get one. But you can't stop at one. You want to drink another woman. So I says, yeah. If you want that money, come and find it. Because I don't know where it is, you baloney. You make me wanna wretch.
0: yeah we're just going to leave it roll
1: let it roll baby let it roll talk about
0: that uh, that whole big uh drive in yeah. from the 60s stuff that was kind of wild uh interesting I, I actually we clipped out that part with the with the ratings and made it our own sound effect cuz that was too uh Oh, is that out of it? Is that,
1: I thought you left that in. No, no,
0: I left it in, but no, I mean so I, cop- I copy, now, it I copy pasted and saved it as a new one just for those.
1: Just when you when you hear me moments of where there's only
0: music going on, just think food. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. As as we explained, we're going to talk about documentaries. What led me to think about this was an experience in my life, and then then watching a documentary where Stark they gave they almost like I shouldn't have watched the documentary. Okay. What happened was a few months ago, I went down to the Ford and Edison museums, and I walked around the Ford compound, and I you know, looked at some old cars and some like of that, and and uh, and felt a deep admiration for them. They, you know, the, the museums are always kind of celebrations of a life, celebrations of accomplishments. Documentaries are often show good and bad, yeah. you know, and what became very apparent as i watched the edison um uh, the the documentary it was an hour and 52 minutes it was a long documentary but i didn't even mind it you know um he was a prick you know he was a very hardcore industrialist he did some great stuff i'm not saying that i'm not disputing what he did and what he's accomplished and what he gave mm. to the world but he was just a tyrannical um like a overlord like a like a horrible person the mm. the factories were horrible places to work you know at one point he had a guy that would you know, they had guns on their belts and you weren't allowed to talk. You weren't allowed to stop working for a second, you know. And you're like, oh, you know I liked it better when I thought he was a, that sounds familiar. a good guy. Yeah. And it's it's just one of those things where um documentaries, although they, they do help you it's a quick way to get up to speed about something or somebody. Um and again, you you always say it, it's, it's not the it's just a point of view. It's not that it's 100% true. Well,
1: history gets, keeps getting rewritten all the time. Yeah. So at the beginning Henry Ford looks like a great guy. Now he looks like a prick. Imagine what the documentaries of today will, will show in the future if oh, they're still yeah. making them.
0: Cuz yeah, yeah. And, and, and it
1: depends who makes them too and their point of view.
0: Right. This one seemed like it was very unbiased because they showed a lot of good, too. They It wasn't, like, constantly browbeating because sometimes you can yeah, tell yeah. there's an agenda with a with a documentary where they're really kind of, like, digging at something. They yeah, want to yeah, destroy sure, it, you yeah. know. Uh, this one was, I don't know, like, you start to realize that the, the great people in the world are just as flawed as the, the regular people in the world, like... Almost like there is no heroes, really?
1: well, the thing is though, and this is going back mm. beyond Henry Ford in general, uh, haven't you noticed that a lot of successful people p- pretty much got there by being ruthless and pricks, and in every walk of life almost I'm not saying all of them I'm saying like about most over half over yeah, half yeah. got to the point they were by either running over people or getting people out, put getting people out of their way or whatever it's not it's not pretty. Yeah, you know it's not pretty, but something that happen. How many bands? Well, Pink Floyd, they got rid of their uh, their mentor, their leader, because yeah. they had a reason, because he was this big stoner. But then they spent the rest of their career like lamenting the fact that you know he was like yeah. a, a head case Me- or whatever. Well,
0: Megadeth, Dave Mustaine their drank drank, now, himself he
1: drank himself out of, the out band, of Metallica,
0: yeah. and you're like, how do you drink yourself out of Metallica? When at well, that, he was he was back beating then, him I mean, like, well, he was beating him up too. I think <laughs> too. It was violent. I mean, too, like, yeah. can you imagine that? Like, so, and yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, I do, and i more and more. I'm enjoying document documentaries. I didn't used to watch them so much, but I, I've kind of, if the interest, if it's a subject that's interesting, or if it's done well and interesting, or definitely if it's about somebody. I know I have two discs are coming about uh, uh, Ratfink. Ed Roth, oh Ed Roth, yeah, and cool. uh, and his stuff, and 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 uh, and the hot rods of the sixties and seventies, because Ed Roth has always been a, a very hero to me. Um, God help me! What hopefully these don't paint him as a horrible human being, you know. I mean, oh, probably not. Uh, probably not, because you know those guys are more just building rods and like loving life, you know. Yeah. But we'll see.
1: History has a way of changing things. Yeah. Either for the good or for the bad. Sometimes music that you thought was bad, now you kind of like, and sometimes stuff that you liked back then you think it's cheeseball. So yeah. I well, like, some
0: stuff I don't even rewatch because I re-watch, know it. Yeah. I leave it. I want it to be remain untouched from my memory. So I go, oh, I, you know, like I won't rewatch certain movies because I don't want to see how badly they hold up, or don't hold up is what I mean. You know. Well, I
1: rarely re- rewatch movies. I'm just I do it I'm a small group of movies. But I rarely do it because I just want. There's so much. There's yeah. so much that you thought you saw, but you didn't. That there's still stuff out there to yeah to to check out. You know? It's true. So, yeah. I I'm
0: very. I watch movies over and over again. I, yeah, I, re- I know. I, I rewatch movies a Aliens lot.
1: Aliens and all that kind oh, of. Oh yeah. Stuff. If yeah.
0: I love something, you know, I have the Predator, Alien versus Predators one and two coming in discs. I have, you know, like uh, just uh, I don't know. I buy them because I watch them a lot. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why that's a, that's the beauty of um. DVD, VH home own videos you, can, than, you, you know. can watch it all the time. Back then, you had to wait until yeah. it came on TV, and you're like, oh, they're playing Animal House again. we got to sit there and yeah. watch it. There was a charm to that, though. There was, oh, yeah. I like that. Now, it's just too easy, but I guess fingertips. it's good. It's at your fingertips, yeah. You know. It's good and bad, just like anything else, but yeah.
0: Yeah, and and some people buy stuff, and they, they watch it once, and then put it on a shelf, and I'm like, well, then why'd you buy it? Um,
1: just to have it.
0: I know, but if you don't, if you're not, if you're not, don't have it to to listen to it more than once, music or watch more than once, then you kind of you're saying one viewing of this is worth twenty dollars. And like, well, you're like, well, well,
1: here's the thing. i I've, some, I've, I'm a you can I'm guilty. I bought stuff that I've never watched, mm-hmm. but the reason I bought it is because I know that at some point I'm going to be watching it. It might not be today, it might not be this year, but one day I'm going to be watching it, and I'd rather have it than not. And here's another reason to do that kind of stuff. Our movie du jour, whether you like it or you don't like it, and I like this movie, even though how stupid it kind of is in a lot of ways. I went looking for a copy of it. Could Dude, you find it? This mov- no, you can find it. Yeah. This movie was released on VHS, was released on DVD a couple of times. The cheapest DVD I could find on Amazon for it was $40 because it's like out of print. I mean, really?
0: Did so, in a just, lot of have, ways. you have the store bought one?
1: No, I don't. I don't oh. have it. I just saw I it. I tried like, oh accidentally. Sell. <laughs> to, no, no, the store bought the store. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I mean, really, for this movie, that much money, but it's out of print. So there's another reason, yeah, to get stuff because it goes out of print, or if you want to watch it one day, you're not going to be able to. So I can't, I right. can't put it down. But yeah, if you if you watch it all the time, you are getting your right. money's worth. Well, and that. I
0: have a lot that I haven't opened as well. Yeah, you know, probably twenty percent of my three thousand yeah. movies out there aren't opened, and those are ones that I bought under market. Under market value, like where it was on some super sale for a dollar fifty, I'm like, well, I'm yeah. taking taking home so, fight at the cotton mill saw.
1: And for I, also, a buck, I, you know, I, I will also sometimes consciously or unconsciously rebuy something <laughs> for the reason being that if I buy it, it could be a different edit of the movie. It could be like uh, it could look better maybe. I have to watch it or. Mm-hmm. It's going to be somebody's present at
0: some point, yeah. you
1: know. So I don't have anything against re-buying no. things, right? and I didn't
0: mean to attack that anyway. But it was no, just no, like I don't take that's it why yeah, that's yeah, I don't why don't I like I, hell, I, right. I watch stuff over and over because I'm like, well, I like it, you know. That's what I'm buying movies now. That's almost what I do. It's like I look at it and I kind of think, is this a one-time purchase that I should just do, it, put it on Netflix and watch it, and that's the end of it, or is it something that I think I'll really enjoy, and it's worth six ninety-five, and then I buy it, you know? And then and that's just my own personal internalization of you know making a purchase.
1: I won't buy a new movie because they're going to be all mm. over the place anyway. Oh God,
0: I'm not too sure where that's going to go. Um, boy, you, you know, because I'm I'm doing this thing where now I'm like starting to look at software prices because I have to buy the Adobe Creative Suite. We're getting into some heavy editing with this stuff, and um, with the with <laughs> with, the, with the with the project heavy
1: heavy B movie editing. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and uh, I and, know, and our God, shots I know, and everything. I know. And it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, well, yeah. it's going to
0: cost me yeah. X amount of dollars, but then you're like. They move to a cloud format, and you're like, well, then you don't even own it. You're just paying them 50 bucks a month. I'm like...
1: Is it that eh, much? For it's
0: too much. Yeah. If I was paying like 300 bucks a year, and I included all the stuff I needed...
1: Just get the Super 8 camera. Let's just shoot in Super 8. You can take it. Take it to the drugstore to get the film developed. In camera editing, bro, yeah, buddy. That's yeah, it. One second done. You can find them too. My friend has. Them. You can find one of those like projectors that has the spool that you can edit and cut and paste and and tape or whatever. Oh yeah. I yeah, have a splicer. You just you know, I just, just don't splicer. have everything. You're just looking at the camera and you're oh, like, okay, I'll God. cut it. That's how they used to do it in the TV stations.
0: It's great. Yeah. Well, they, they they taught us that at the TV station. Oh. They still have one of those that's but great. i was like no thank you i was one of the first people that was like you can just put me in that sonity editing bay because i don't need that other crap you yeah know? I, know. I was one of the few
1: the few the proud
0: yeah all right i guess that's it there wasn't really much to talk about documentaries they're just um they are a good way to uh get up to speed on something but don't take it for don't the, take the know-all be-all yeah idea. the gospel it's true right because right, it's just one person's
1: it's one person's opinion
0: you know but one of the things i do um before we leave the subject one of the things that i hate and i think king king of kong made this happen they were so successful at establishing somebody as the villain
1: king kong you
0: mean no no king of quarters no no, King of Kong. It's like the documentary about the people that are like trying to beat the world record for Donkey oh, I've Kong. Oh, never
1: heard of this. Thing, yeah, it's okay.
0: really it's a good documentary, but it's good because <laughs> they establish the one guy as a villain, and then they establish like things that are in play yeah. to keep him the top of the heap, and you start to hate this guy that you've never met, and it's like, uh, and I think now every documentary tries to like every reality show. Tries to establish who the villain is and who you should be rooting for, and you're like, can't you just tell me the story? You know, like yeah. I like the edit- I like the Edison or the Ford one because they just talked about his life, good, bad, ugly, g- glorious, all in one thing, in the end. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like yeah. he w- like someone was pitted against him, and oh, you know, and blah blah blah. So I kind of despise that having to establish the villain of every stupid documentary. Yeah, some don't
1: have them, but some most do.
0: Most do. All right, that's it. We're going to take a trailer break. When we come back, we're going to be venturing into a wilderness of sorts. Yes. Hint to the hint hint. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world?
1: There's something following us. There's nothing out there. It's your imagination.
0: Please don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Please. we don't hurt you. We just want to be your friends. where's Charlie? Oh <gasps> and I don't want to die. Please help me. <gasps> Daddy, no! See this? This is my boomstick! Alright, yes, the trailer gives away our uh, movie, m- movie of did the your. week. The movie of the week. Movie of the week. The slow week. robot movie of the week. That's what we should call it officially. The
1: slow robot movie of the week. Like an ABC movie of the yeah, week back in the see? 70s. There you go. We need to get that announcer voice. It's the slow robot <sighs> movie of the week. That was a... The announcer for ABC back then was Ernie Anderson, who did The Love Boat and all those voices. Oh my God. He was a horror host named Goulardi in Cleveland back in the 60s. Nice. He was a classic horror host. See?
0: So our, our, our creature feature thing is, might be the step, stepping stones to... To
1: greater things. To yeah. The Love Boat. To, to The, love, the new boat. love
0: Boat. Yeah, nah, exactly. Or The
1: Sex Boat, which was a dirtier <laughs> version of The Love Boat. Yes, ago. we're
0: talking about The Forest.
1: The Forest. A 1982
0: um, classic.
1: Kind of. Wow. <laughs> that's so I'm that's, being, I'm that's being a bold ge- statement. I'm being generous. <laughs> of sorts. I'm, I, of sorts. Of sorts. This
0: movie is very 70s, considering yes. it was released in the 80s. Like yes. Slow-paced. Yeah. Um,
1: Slow yeah. yeah. Leisurely-paced.
0: one of the things... You you say you like it.
1: Yes, I did.
0: I This was one of the... Every now and then, one of our movies that we watch, I have... No feeling whatsoever about it,
1: that, I and can that understand, at I the end of this, that. I
0: was like, "What's the point?"
1: I can understand. No, that. no
0: gore, no, no, uh, no boobs, no. Like it, it was just like, why was this a thing? Like it, there was nothing <laughs> that to elicit any emotions whatsoever, and and even when the kids came in there, these little ghost kids, and it was a good enough story, uh, but I, but I was just like, <sighs> I just, it, it's one of these <laughs> movies that
1: you watch. And it's kind of like you can see somebody's trying really hard to make a movie. Oh yeah,
0: you know. and everybody's
1: trying to act really. But and then and the, you know the, you know like this movie costs like forty thousand dollars, and it's not just a movie. see, this could have been a movie where it's gory. There's just dead teenagers, boobs, boobs, boobs everywhere. Boobs they had
0: plenty of action. Uh, they had plenty of setup for all of that.
1: But this guy actually, I think he actually in his heart tried to create some kind of a story. And it has, and it it it, I, it kind of made me go ah in a weird way. I don't know how to explain it. I have this thing about movies that I see. There's another movie that I found one time online called uh oh god what is it called oh I can't remember what it was called, but it's it's got a similar feel, but it's more messed up than this one. But it's like these old movies that you never heard about, and you watch them, and there's something kind of oddly fascinating because they're doing something that I've never
0: seen before. Yeah. We gave the name of this, right? The Forest. This is the Forest. Okay, yeah. it's called The Forest. Um yeah. and uh, like I, it is a fine enough story. It got lumped
1: in with all the slasher movies and it's, it not. Really a slasher it's not But it isn't really a slasher movie. It's not a slasher movie. It's not dead teenager movie. It isn't. It's tri- it, it's something. No,
0: the first of all, the weirdest thing is the two couples that are the stars, "air quote" of the movie. Yeah. are just kind of like I don't know, whiny and weird like <laughs> The guys are whiny. The girls are kind of bitchy. Like it's like why I don't like any four of you. You know, like there's no yeah, yeah. They weren't. I kind of felt bad for the dad most of all and the dead kids. <laughs> I know, right? Even though dad was the
1: biggest scumbag, he but, was the one murdering but, people. But he he got driven crazy because of
0: you know his the, kids' the infidelity dying. of his infidelity wife?
1: and his kids dying yeah. of illness. It's basically in the beginning of it. You see hiker campers. And in the first five minutes, this takes a real long time to get to the mm-hmm. meat of the story.
0: Sure does. This is going to take the a half an, an hour. The, story, the meat the <laughs> of the story, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> this this takes a long time for the a third of the movie is build up to the what's yeah, going to happen. Like, oh. very leisurely. But it's like campers in the beginning are out in the woods, and they're you know you can tell within a minute or two that they're being stalked, staked, stalked out, whatever, yeah. by a killer, and then they both get killed off. Right. And then we cut to Los Angeles traffic jam, and those two guys. Guys are, like, oh, I can't stand yeah, this. We
0: exactly. gotta escape to the to the wilderness. And he's like, I know a place, but my wife is gonna divorce me. And like, one guy's like Italian New York guy. The other guy's kind of like a Selig wannabe kind oh, of. Oh yeah, and the the story. I guess the scripting of this. Yeah. The script needed help.
1: It like did. yes, it did
0: the the dialogue it was did. very clunky, yes, it
1: did.
0: the way it was shot reminded me of a mixture between an old Stroh's commercial and an old camel commercial, like cigarettes and beer, like from the seventies, like like Bob Euchre should have came out and went, ah, killer, huh, you know, like it just there there's one great line though <laughs> just, oh, there's more than one there was some funny the, there was one that.
1: line that I went, no, when the couples were in like before they go on their camping excursion, they're like they're okay a- after the. After the the car thing, they the decide setup, they're gonna yeah. go camping. Yep. So then they have they go, hey, why don't you come over tonight and bring your wife and we'll have some steaks and blah blah blah. So they get so they're all four if of them. Em. Yeah, <laughs> if you
0: buy them, yeah, if you buy them, yeah, you remember <laughs> like, that, don't you? Jesus
1: Christ,
0: that's because every line was more absurd than the one before it. Like it just kept building, and you're like, <laughs> but when they're when they're they're talking,
1: the two guys tell their wives that hey, we want to go camping and this and that and they're like really he goes yeah but well, we're not going to take you we want to go you know by ourselves and she goes well i guess we'll have to go camping too and he goes oh you can't do that you're girls you can't yeah. do that and then the guy goes one of the great lines the horrible great lines he goes the girl goes well i know about camping and the and the guy goes to her husband goes you know, the only thing you ever know about backpacking is we're in bed having sex, and I'm like, oh no, Yeah. he just, went there, didn't he? wah, wah. wah yeah, oh. yeah, and I'm like, okay, so is, we get the battle of the sexes. I
0: get yeah, right there, you and, know, but the
1: women's movement right there—they're <laughs> so yeah. unlikable. I, Both, yeah. everyone was so unlikable. It were just movie. there, you know, especially the the Mister Mister Mustache guy, the whiny little oh. prat that he even though he fought. <laughs> The, the whiny little yeah. prat that he becomes, though.
0: But. That one guy, and, and they go, and then and the girls yeah, get Yeah, the girls first. go
1: first, and, <laughs> and then they decide, the, girl, the the one guy's wife goes, hey, why don't you come by later, maybe we we re- 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 rekindle the fire that we yeah. lost, and he goes like, oh, okay, because they're the ones that are going to get divorced. Right, right, on way right. Way to divorce. So then they go out into the woods. So they get
0: there, but then the other guys get late because the car breaks down, and when they're, like, walking through, this is part of where I noticed how... Clunky it was. I, like before, it just wasn't. Didn't seem to flow right. Right, right right, um, right, right. Then they get to there and they're hiking, and the the guys are like ultra wine fest, and and they're like uh, oh, eh. And the one guy that's are you, are you sure you're gonna find it? And then he turns around. And they start like yelling at each other, and it was so bad. Yeah. It was so not realistic, and there was so
1: like yeah. guys don't. They, they they basically got just regular people to act. I mean,
0: these people were actors, right. but. They're you know they're actors in B movies right right that's
1: right, right. that's what they are you know, they they okay. they knew
0: somebody and they said I can do it and they're like okay I guess you look good they're, enough they're and okay you know yeah.
1: I mean from the little bit of like acting that I've tried to do for our show I I can now say that it's not as easy as it seems you know no you no. really you, they're trying their best but they're coming off like you said somewhat unlikable mm-hmm. all more stiff them. and
0: not a little and not, bit
1: yeah. Then they're not given a great script to work with. Anyway. <laughs> no,
0: my God, no. So, I mean, this could have been rewritten a few times over, and it would have probably got polished out. Because, like I said, it is a deep story. That, but that would have killed the charm of you know, <laughs> sure. or the, or
1: the B movie or Z movie but, charm. But, of but it.
0: then, so they get lost because it starts to rain, and then they go to this place. Well, the girls are
1: out. They're looking for the girls. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the they're, girls
0: are out there first, and then right. they get lost. And they're trying to make it to the camp, and they don't make it because it's raining and dark. Yeah. So they get there and then they meet up with the, with the the star of the show the I don't know what his name was, just
1: yeah, he was uh, Billy Bob the, yeah the, the, he was the like, he was like a, a former he was like a, he was like a married man with a family, but he has a, a wife who is a cheating wife, and you know we'll find out later why why he is yeah. where he is, but he doesn't tell them that story or he just tells him a little bit about it. he does tell him the story no, yeah we, we missed it we mixed no it we up. missed we missed before before that happens, the girls are out in the woods, and the guy goes. Oh, and they, they, and no, they, they first they meet codes. first they meet dead wife The oh. girl's meet dead wife
0: Have you seen my children? Have you seen my children? And then and she disappears and they go where they go who was that? If somebody disappears in front of me, I'm not going to say who is that. I'm going to be like, uh am I did you give me like acid or something in my water? What what was that? What just happened there? And then no. and then after that the first
1: appearance of like dead children shows up to warn them just like the
0: shining those two twins in the shining that, that
1: daddy's coming so those the, the two girls decide to split up one goes somewhere else and the one decides to stay there with her knife and protect the campground or whatever right. the hell she's doing and then and then of course you know crazy old dad you know, shows up and He's like, he's kind of pathetic in a weird way. He's kind of laid back and pathetic. That's Gary Kent, who's a really good B-movie character. And he's kind of, is kind of like oddly sympathetic, oddly sympathetic yeah, in yeah. a weird way. Because he, he got whatever, you know. So he fights with the woman. She puts up a little bit of fight, but he's just like, he gets her. And yeah, he kills her. And-, and then he sees the other woman. And he decides to try to go after her, but she ends up escaping. Right, so she goes under a
0: rock or in the water or something. Like yeah, that. so, so then, she falls in the water and then goes down the river. And he's like, Yeah, okay, and I'm
1: well. sorry. And and then and then she goes out and then she she sees the dead kids again. In the meantime, Dad, you know, has his food. And all yeah, of a sudden, he's and then not com- doing this for sexual gratification. No, he's doing it, it because he's on, he's on he, the woods. He and- says winter's coming and I need to eat. Like, right, he's like living
0: like a bear kind or of, So yeah,
1: and, and then and then the two dudes show up at the cave. Yeah, and, and he he, lives he lets them stay there and he tells them the story. But then he also says, "Are you hungry?"
0: Hey, you want something and to eat? And of course, you know what they're yeah, eating. the one guy doesn't eat, and then the other one does eat, and he turns. And in reality, he's eating his own girlfriend. He's eating
1: his own, yeah, wife, girlfriend, or whatever. And then, but then and he gets like
0: a weird oh sting or whatever. Yeah, way. it's weird. And then, and then the guy goes, oh, and they go, why are you here? What do you, what, what, what is this? And he's like, oh, I used to have a family. I live here now, and that's when he hear the story. he reflects back on the story about how his wife cheated. So then he kills her. Well, no, the, the funny part about it was he goes back and tells a story. He goes,
1: well. You know, over my house, I, I didn't even think about it at first. But there's always there was always repairmen and milkmen and all that. <laughs> so you're like going like, huh? Because even she says, then later she's like, I've been sleeping with all these dudes. Yeah. So he he comes in one day. And one day I came home and I wasn't feeling good, and I came in and all of a sudden, and it, this is a kind of a comical scene actually. Oh, he walks so in and wifey's in there in her nightgown with some dopey dude there and then like the kids are locked in the closet he's like where are the kids what are you doing where are the kids well he's not even that animated you know he's like where are the kids <laughs> and and they're like we're here dad and they're knocking the door and he's like lets them out and he goes go out and play kids and then he's like the 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 the, the re- refrigerator repair man like he take, leaves, he leaves you know? and then he goes and starts talking to the wife and then she's like, well, you know, you're almost like impotent. You know, what do you expect me to do? A total bitch, you know? Yeah. So she's like sitting there, you know, saying this crap to him. And then all of a sudden, he like looks like he's going to get romantic towards her or something. Yeah, and when he, he goes to hug her and he, kiss her, he chokes her out. And he starts <laughs> choking her and he, bang, he bangs her head on the, yeah. on the nightstand and he and like knocks dies, her yeah. out. And then he goes after Dude, and that's like another comical scene. That's the weirdest scene. Like, <laughs> yeah, go for I, it.
0: Like, he's chasing him around with, like, various yard-working tools. <laughs> go for it, and yeah. there was this one part, and I'm like, that's the only time in the history of film that you ever saw a guy with a rake fighting yeah. a guy with a bicycle yeah, frame. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the refrigerator guy picks up an old bike... With no tires and like that, and he's swinging at the other guy who has like one of those pitchfork things,, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, just yeah. like, "What the hell's going on here man and he he tries to go in with a saw and he disarms him, so neither of these guys can fight where they shit yeah and right. then, and then finally, like the guy pushes him down on like an old sawmill yeah, saw, in saw in yeah. the middle of the yard, and you're like what it's just yeah it was, so it's,
1: it's it's he murdered him but just and then, and then he decides that he grabs his kid and he goes we got to get out of here and so then they know, go out in the woods and they go live there yeah and then, then they go live the the in kids. the woods you know and then like after he tells them the story the two guys are like well, we got to get to sleep you know they're yeah. they're kind of sleeping a little bit too uncomfortably to each other but okay you know they're scared you know maybe they need to be a close I don't know sure whatever uh, it's, a, it's it's the 1980s you know at any rate one of them goes well you stay awake and blah 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 no you stay awake and anyway they all fall asleep and in the morning like you know Hillbilly Joe kicks something. and goes, wake up yeah. time for you guys to go yeah. so he
0: doesn't kill him which was surprising
1: no I but guess that, he doesn't like the uh, yeah, yeah I guess yeah.
0: he wasn't that hungry yeah, he so, only got
1: hungry a little while later but so then he, they know. go
0: out then they start doing this weird thing where they can't find the girls and they're just again
1: they're, they're not like they're not a wilderness kind of dude yeah
0: like you know start a fire and wait there a little while there was no waiting they got there and they're like where are they well you run back to the ranger station and i'm gonna you know set up flares or something And you're like what are you talking about you know just so anyway uh, one whatever. guy tells the other
1: guy the italian guy tells the other guy listen Go back and get help, or go back to the car. I'll stay here. Blah blah blah. They Did the same thing as when one leaves and one stays. So the one guy stays, the other guy goes, and as he goes out in the woods, he like falls on a rock and
0: he breaks his leg, <laughs> compound fracture. Which then they showed him like getting a, a still a, like a walking stick to help him walk, and I'm like, right. I'm like. I'm pretty sure a compound fracture, you go into shock, and you're about done.
1: He was, but he was like, wow, wah, wah. wah. Yeah, he was doing like a um, loosey yeah. bit or whatever. But I,
0: I know it must hurt, but... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you go into shock. I don't think you're getting up. Yeah. You know?
1: And, and at any rate, and then the other woman is like still like out in the woods there, and she keeps... And she runs into...
0: You know, dead children and dead children now are trying to help her. They're, they're flashing back into every scene, yeah. pretty much.
1: Yeah, and then, you know they're dead because they've got the reverb, echoey voices, or and whatever. they're kind
0: of translucent a little bit.
1: Kinda, a little bit, yeah. not much. They dialed them
0: back to like whatever 90, 80 percent translucent. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Or not, not you know they took them back twenty percent. So yeah, whatever. Right. Anyway. So they're kind of going between each person. Oh, you're you're in trouble, with Dad's here. And then they go to the girl. Oh, you can come out; it's safe now. I don't want to, you know, because she's like I don't want to die. So at this point, then. The skinny, the skinnier of the two guys who was waiting at the campsite, he that the killer comes out, yeah. and they have like a like a fight scene. Uh, again, this is before a choreographed fights, so yeah, this is oh, like a yeah. messy roll around kind of thing. Yeah, and it almost looks like the guy's gonna win a little bit,
1: and then they go out in the water. Yeah, then
0: the killer gets him, you know,
1: and then, and then and then the killer gets him, so he's dead. And then after that, it's like the woman, the other woman, the one that's still you know alive, she finds her husband. So yeah. they're sitting there. They go. They're crying, and you know, they're the ones that were going to get divorced. So now maybe they'll save their marriage. Blah blah blah. So at any rate, they go and they and they're together. And then like I forgot what led to the scene where there's a scene where like all of a sudden, where she's walking and she sees the other guy, the guy that got strung killed, up. strung upside down, like, and, like a deer, and he's like he's cooking him or whatever. So oh no, that's why we got it confused. Before she sees her husband. She's, she, sees she, she, she sees the guy and and the, and the hillbilly Joe sees her, and he goes after her, right and she's running and she's running, and she knows and I guess she she eventually finds her husband because the kids told her where he was, yeah. and then they're both there, and then the you know hillbilly guy's there and they're going to have the big fight <laughs> to the finish, and as they're fighting the the you know the guy with the busted leg, he's fighting them, and finally he he, he does some movie, he kicks him, and he kicks the knife out of. You know, Gary Kent, Hillbilly Guy's hand or whatever, and they're fighting. And he knocks the, 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 the other guy down, you know, the, the crippled guy down. And he picks up a stick. And as he's going to go and kill him, you see the woman, she, she finds the knife. She grabs the knife. And, and she runs at, you know, Gary Kent. But she, as she's running at him, they do like the flashback where it's like he sees his the wife, wife yeah. killing
0: him. And she like points him in So the he head. freezes and then she actually yeah, just totally stabs him in the head. So she
1: stabs him in the head. So then like, then that happens. The kids show up. See, this is the part where I'm like, end this. No, but I, I kind of like the ending because the kids go, Well, now daddy's back with them. I was like, "Ah, they're waiting for daddy to get to die so they can be all together. You know, but, then, but then the wife shows up, and you're like, Look. But well, the wife was the wife. They hate you know, the wife. <laughs> all three of them hate the wife. So basically, what happens at the end, the kids go with dad, and the <laughs> wife's like, Where are my kids? And I think the woman even says to her, Oh, I forget. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, you're not going to have your kids. And the very last scene is, I guess, the, they the hobble kid. off. Yeah, like. yeah, the kid and the the father and the two kids are in the cave, and they they all kind of like disappear. So I guess they became, you know, it be, you know that dad went crazy because the kids died because they died, they got sick, and then somehow or another they killed themselves. Because even when there was one scene where they told the woman, the woman said, "How did you die?" And she goes, "We committed suicide." And she was like, "Oh my God!" You know, yeah. And then they told her. So it's almost like they wanted if they finally with dad in a good place and dad's not like killing people anymore. So it's was kind of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I guess to a, yeah. to a to a to a screwy B movie fan like me, I was yeah. like,
0: oh, okay, they tried to do a nice and, ending. You know? And and then so that's the end. And you know, and, and you're like, well, like I said, it is. It did it it didn't it just was nothing to me like it, it kind of it, it didn't
1: it, one way or the other it's no a, it
0: was it's a total five or a yeah like a five because you're just like i I didn't hate it and I didn't love it and it, it but it didn't make anything happen it didn't anger me. you or or anything you know you
1: had no fear well okay
0: I understand it because yeah. a lot of reviews I've read people said they were just bored by it it just goes it just kind of meanders along and then yeah. ends and
1: and that's understandable yeah and it, i so, I just uh, thought it was an interesting take yeah on the subject so what do you give it I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm gonna yeah. say watch it. It's on YouTube. It's free. There's even I watched I watched it online on a different on Zombie TV, which is a uh-huh. good channel if you find it on the Roku box. You can find it on YouTube. And not only is there a regular version, but somebody put an HD version of it on it, which just looks better. Wow. So I, I watched it twice. I watched it. The first time I watched it was over a couple of weeks ago. So I watched it again today just to get it. I watched the HD. I go, oh, well, that's better. And like I was saying before, if you're trying to find this thing, it's like $40 on Amazon because it's Eesh. out of print. I wouldn't it's pay 40 not, bucks. It's not worth 40 bucks. <laughs> no way.
0: So no way. definitely
1: check it out on YouTube. If they reissue it again, you know, if you're into the... It would be if you're $6 dollars be,
0: all day long if they reissue it, if it again. You're, if
1: you're into the the low-budget, guy making guy-trying-to-make-a-movie kind of deal, B-movie thing, Roll with it, it's yeah. worth watching. Yeah, there you go. It's worth watching. All right,
0: that's it for this week. I'm yes. Mal,
1: with me as always. Dr. Morbius. And
0: we'll see you all next week.